JM in the AM. Today is Yom Zikaron. Today is Israel Remembrance Day, Israel Memorial Day. Those who have fallen in defense of the state of Israel, those who have fallen in the founding of the state of Israel, those who have been victims of terror attacks for the last 75 plus years. Today more than ever, on the day we remember the heroes of the nation, we must remember that we are brothers that is the message from Prime Minister Netanyahu at a speech at Israel's National Remembrance Day ceremony at Har Herzl, Mount Herzl Military Cemetery in Jerusalem. The Prime Minister, whose older brother, Yonatan Netanyahu, was killed during the famous raid in 1976 to free Israeli hostages from Entebbe, recounted the story of the Liechtenstein family who lost three sons, two in Israel's wars. Yaakov and Avner were killed during the War of Independence in 1948. Eli was killed in a traffic accident on his way back from reserve duty in the Golan in 1968. Three brothers who fell but left a tremendous family heritage. The highest sacrifice by the sons, the highest courage by the parents. This heroism of spirit was, is what gives us throughout the ages the ability to overcome our enemies and the ability to build our state. Remembrance Day ceremonies in military ceremonies across the country, military cemeteries across the country, ended with few disturbances after over a week of controversy with bereaved families calling on politicians not to attend the ceremonies and politicians from all sides pleading for Israel's citizens to respect the holiness of the day. Most of the ceremonies were completed without disruption. Today is Israel Memorial Day. Today is Yom Zikaron. Today is the day we remember those who have fallen in the founding and defense of the state of Israel so that we, Jews around the world, can live in freedom and peace and in many cases luxury. We also remember those who have been taken from us in terror attacks in the last 75 plus years, both in Israel and around the world attacks because of our Judaism and our love for the state of Israel. Even today, between Ophrah and Shiloh, as uh, runners were commemorating Israel Memorial Day, literally with a run, a, uh, an enemy of our people shot and injured one of the participants. It seems that doesn't end, but the resilience, the bravery, the courage, the incredible reliance, dependence, and Baruch Hashem, love for the one above, keeps us going as a people, as a nation, as a state. Today is Memorial Day. Tomorrow is Yom Atzmut. We celebrate 75 years since the birth of the state of Israel. Thank you for joining us here at JM in the AM. Hashem Oz Le'amo Yitain Le'amo Yitain Please God give strength unto your people You know friends, sometimes we don't know where our strength is coming from anymore anymore 
Let me just tell you, maybe some of you know it. There's a Yiddalev came to the Holy Land. And he fought in 1948 and 56. And he had two sons, two holy, holy sons. 1967, one son left this world. Sanctify God's name, the name of the Holy Land. And now on Yom Kippur, the second son joined his father Abraham in heaven. And I heard the story from the person who has to tell the parents when God forbid the children die. He said they just didn't have the strength anymore. They're driving around the block five times and how can you tell them? But regardless, finally they made themselves strong. They walked up, and they told him, we're so sorry to tell you, your last son is also gone. You know what he did? God gave him so much strength from heaven. He took a little bit of wine. And he said, L'chaim, my holy son, L'chaim, I envy you, you gave your life for the Holy Land. He said, L'chaim, to his wife, L'chaim, L'chaim, you were privileged to have two holy sons who gave their life for the Holy Land. Hashem.
השם שומרך, השם צילך, על יד ימיניך. יומם השמש לא יככה, וירח בלילה. השם ישמורך מכל רע, ישמור את נפשך. השם ישמור צאתך ובואך, מעתה ועד עולם. שיר למעלות, אשא עיניי אל ההרים, מאין יבוא עזרי, עזרי מעם השם, עושה שמים וארץ, אל ייתן למות רגליך. ZANG Thank you. השם ישמור צאתך ובואך מעתה ועד עולם.
JM in the AM on Israel Memorial Day. Today we remember, today in Israel, actually last night at 8 p.m., the first one-minute siren was sounded for Yom HaZikaron, Israel Memorial Day. Today at 11 a.m., which was 4 a.m. our time here in the New York area, the two-minute siren was sounded to mark Israel Memorial Day and to remember those who have fallen since 1947, 1948, and those who have been victims of terror for the last 75-plus years, really all around the world, but especially in Israel. Cole Zimra with We Stand as One, The Little Bird, that was Avrami Flam, Yosef Kardunir Shiramalos, Eicha, done by Avrami Flam, Yossi Rosenberg's Al Naros Bavel, Hashem O's, the song that uh, most typically symbolizes the uh, what the day is all about from Shlomo Kalbach and of course Regesh Modani opening things up and we say good morning welcome to a Tuesday and this Yom HaZikaron tomorrow we will celebrate with Yom HaTzmud Israel's 75th birthday today is Tuesday the 25th of April the 4th of ER and today is day number 19 in the counting of the Omer today is day number 19 in the counting of the Omer, if you got to count last night, make sure to do so sometime today. Uh, just a couple of blocks away from where I am right now, there will be a Yom Ha'atzmaut commemoration at the Mizrahi, Hapoel Mizrahi, 249 East Broadway, tonight beginning at 8 p.m. with Tfilat Arvit Baruach Chagigit. Uh, tonight, the 75th birthday celebration of the State of Israel will feature Soul Farms' Noah Solomon in a musical and storied tribute to the Jewish state. That is happening tonight at the Mizrahi here on the Lower East Side of Manhattan. You are all invited. Again, Israel's 75th being celebrated with Noah Solomon, the brilliant musician. Tzvilah starts at 8 p.m. at the Mizrahi, 249 East Broadway here in Lower Manhattan. I hope we will see many of you uh, participating in that and many other, I hope, there are many other programs around the area and around the diaspora to commemorate the 75th birthday of the State of Israel. Today, on this Memorial Day, we are uh, paying tribute and honor to 24,213 war dead, to over 4,200 attack victims, in a day of national unity, as the leaders in Israel encourage that unity on a, uh, on a day that's uh, right in the middle of a period of time that has seen some disunity. But today, as we remember those who are fallen, I hope it'll be easier, unfortunately, I hope it'll be easier uh, to be unified and to uh, think about the uh, things that um, unite us as opposed to the things that divide us. Uh, less than an hour from now, we will be uh, joined by um, Jewish educational leaders who have... Uh, Big plans for tonight during the transition from Yom HaZikaron to Yom HaTzmaut. We'll explain all that coming up. Keep it here. Hour number one, Yom HaZikaron, JM in the AM.
Ah. Uh-huh. 
heil sein Kind in Milchama geht. Und die Tränen wie Wasser gießen, er steht und er bet zu sein Tater im in a winkel
Today is Memorial Day in the state of Israel, and I hope, I hope for many of you, it's Memorial Day wherever you are, keeping in mind those who have fallen in defense of the state of Israel and in terror attacks over the last 75 plus years. Uh, We know that with uh, a strong IDF and a strong defense of the land and of the state of Israel, we've been able to live in relative peace, harmony, and in many cases, luxury over the last 75 years. Galei Tzal in the background, we'll do our news from Israel coming up. It's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program, heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web, and AlchemSegal.com, and the AlchemSegal Network, and of course, in the beloved NSN app. אותה גבורה, ובכל פעם רציתי לזעוק לכל עם ישראל להפסיק לקרוע את עצמנו מבפנים, לעשות הכל כדי לאחות, לחפש פתרונות, 
לגשר מעל התהומות. בהמשך נאם ראש הממשלה נתניהו שאמר, ארגוני הטרור אינם מבחינים בין תושבי אפרת לתושבי תל אביב. ארגוני הטרור שמונעים על ידי אידיאולוגיה רצחנית במימון איראן אינם מבחינים בין תושבי אפרת ותושבי תל אביב. הם מוכנים להרוס את חיי הילדים שלנו תוך שנייה. אבל אנחנו, בני האור, הלוחמים בבני החושך, תמיד ננצח, כי עם ישראל חי. ואנחנו חדורים בשליחות החיים, והשליחות הזאת מחייבת אותנו להילחם, להשיב מלחמה שער. איננו שוב קורבנות חסרי ישע. אנחנו משלמים, אבל אנחנו יכולים ל... נאומו של ראש הממשלה עבר ללא אירועים חריגים, מלבד משתתף אחד שהרים דגל ישראל ועליו החתימות של מגילת העצמאות. לאחר המחאות הבוקר בבתי העלמין הצבאיים והשתתפותו של השר לביטחון לאומי בן גביר בטקס בבאר שבע, יושב ראש יד לבנים אלי בן שם אומר לכתבנו הצבאי דורון קדוש, השר בן גביר פגע בכבודם של נופלי מערכות ישראל. אני מתנצל בפני הנופלים שלא הצלחתי לשמור על כבודם ועל קדושת היום. ניסיתי בכל כוחי, ימים ולילות לא ישנתי. את התמונות שראינו היום אפשר היה למנוע, כך אלי בן שם. גבר בן 70 במצב קשה לאחר שהותקף בחוף המזח בבת ים, מדווחת כתבתנו בתל אביב, אנה פינס. הגבר ישב על המזח כשלדברי עדי ראייה באו לעברו שני רוכבי אופנוע דוברי ערבית והטיחו בו בחוזקה את הקסדות שלהם עד שאיבד את הכרתו. לפי המשטרה, רקע פלילי. חובשים ופרמדיקים של מגן דוד אדום פינו אותו לבית החולים איכילוב בתל אביב כשהוא סובל מחבלות בראשו. נשיא ארצות הברית ג'ו ביידן הודיע רשמית כי ירוץ לנשיאות גם בבחירות בשנת 2024, מדווחת כתבת חדשות החוץ, שחר קנוטובסקי. נשיא ארצות הברית ג'ו ביידן בן ה-80 הודיע לפני שעה קלה כי ירוץ לנשיאות בבחירות לשנת 2024. ביידן פרסם בחשבון הטוויטר שלו סרטון רשמי לתחילת מסע הבחירות. הנשיא ביידן מהמפלגה הדמוקרטית צפוי להתמודד על תפקיד הנשיאות מול הנשיא לשעבר דונלד טראמפ מהמפלגה הרפובליקנית ושגרירת ארצות הברית לאו"ם לשעבר ניקי היילי, גם היא מהמפלגה הרפובליקנית. ומזג האוויר הטמפרטורות תהיינה רגילות לעונה. אלה החדשות שעורך רועי ולד. יום הזיכרון לחללי מערכות ישראל ופעולות האיבה, תשפ"ג, בגלי צה"ל.
Yamazikaron morning, Israel Memorial Day. J.M. in the A.M. Memorial Day in the state of Israel, and I hope a, a Memorial Day observance around the world for everybody who's tuned in. Um, one item of business we have to take care of. It is Tuesday. Our Yeshiva League sports update is going to be taken care of by Elliot Weiselberg. Usually it's 720. We'll do it a drop early. So Elliot Weiselberg next with the Yeshiva League sports update. Then we're going to be joined by a couple of very special guests who could talk about Yom Zikaron and the Yom Ha'atzmaut from an educational standpoint and a community-wide standpoint. All of that is coming up here at JMDM. A reminder, tonight at the Mizrahi, 249 East Broadway on the Lower East Side of Manhattan, Noah Solomon, in song and in story, about 75 years of the State of Israel. Tonight, 8 o'clock for Tilat Arvit, 249 East Broadway, here on the Lower East Side of Manhattan. Proud that we have a... Uh, Wonderful program arranged by the Nasi and the Rabbanit for this evening. 
Uh, Elliot Weiselberg, our Yeshiva League sports update here at JM in the AM. Thanks, Today on the Tuesday morning JM in the AM sports update, we welcome the Diamond Sports back into the mix as softball and baseball are in full swing. We have an early playoff position clinched in boys volleyball and a log jam in girls hockey. All that and more straight ahead. Good morning. I'm Elliot Weiselberg. Leading off, boys varsity softball with the defending champs, the May Eagles, have jumped out to a 4-0 start, sweeping doubleheaders against Rambam and Hank while only giving up one run in the process. The three shutouts have May at the top of the East. Out West, three teams still have zeros in the loss column, with Hillel at 3-0 after wins over MTA, TABC, and SAR, Keter Torah at 2-0, and Hegel HaTorah at 2-0, following a sweep of Frisch this past Friday, which included a 15-14 barn burner in Paramus. The East has just barely gotten underway as Mag and David and Flatbush have each pulled out the only wins in the conference so far. On deck is girls softball, where Frisch and Naala have opened the season with wins out west. Frisch at 2-0, Naala at 1-0, and Shalamis of Long Island took a 12-3 win over Flatbush this past week to join Hank at 1-0 in the East and drop Flatbush out of the ranks of the undefeated to 2-1. In the hole is boys' JV softball, where defending champion Hillel has also cycled to a 4-0 record. Their lead over the West is now three games over the only other team to have a record over 500, Hechel Atoro, who is only 1-0 following an 8-6 victory over winless MTA. Out East, May is currently ahead in wins at 3-1, but the defeat was a big one, taking a 14-7 loss to Hafter, who sits at 1-0. Darche is also undefeated at 2-0. Cleaning up his baseball, on which the defending champ Frisch Cougars made an emphatic statement to open up their title defense on Sunday, walloping Flatbush in Brooklyn. They joined Kushner and SAR at 1-0 on the early season out west, while DRS has rode one-run wins over Hafter and Flatbush to a 2-0 record at the top of the east. In girls hockey, both divisions have become log jams as the West and East have each three teams tied for their respective division leads. Frisch and Kushner posted shutouts this week to join Heschel at 10 points, and Central and North Shore each took victories to join Hafter at the top of the East at 2-2. Two Finally, in boys' volleyball, Flatbush has clinched a playoff spot following a four-set win over Frisch to push their record to 6-0. They gear up for matchups with the other two remaining undefeated sides as they travel to 4-0 SAR this Thursday and then await 3-0 Ramaz in mid-May to wrap up their regular season. And that was your Tuesday morning jam in the AM Sports Update. I'm Elliot Weisselberg.
It's the Chevron uh, Yom Hazikaron Israel Memorial Day here at JM in the AM. A reminder in the Mizrahi tonight, Noah Solomon of Soul Farm is going to be uh, doing a musical and a story tribute to Israel at 75. That's happening right here in this neighborhood tonight, beginning at 8 p.m. with Tvilat Arvit Beruach Chagigit. Um, feel free to come on down. And um, kudos to the Mizrahi here on the Lower East Side, celebrating Israel 75 and recognizing how great a day tomorrow is. Today's a very important day, of course, as we memorialize and remember those who have fallen in defense of the founding and defense of the state of Israel. In addition to that, of course, those who have been killed in terror attacks in the past 75 plus years. Uh, We have two people with us live via telephone who not only could give us a perspective on educating uh, young people in our community and really everybody in our community on a day like today, but, but they also have incredible information about one of the ways that our, um, one of our amazing schools in our community is commemorating both Yom Zikaron and Yom Ha'atzmaut, both Israel Memorial Day and Israel Independence Day. A very familiar voice to our listeners is Rabbi David Hertzberg, who is the principal of the middle school at the Yeshiva of Flatbush. And today, by the way, at 9 a.m. is going to feature... Um, on Israel at 75, right here at the Nahum Siegel Network, the actual episode of the Declaration of the State of Israel 75 years ago. Rabbi Hertzberg, welcome back to JM in the AM. Good morning, Nahum. Pleasure to be back. Appreciate that. Rabbi Hertzberg and I are joined by the uh, head of school at the elementary school of Yeshiva Flatbush, Rabbi Yahel Tsaidi. Rabbi Tsaidi, a pleasure to welcome you to JM in the AM. Thank you, Nahum. Bokertov. Rabbi Saidi is going to brief us on what's happening tonight. We're going to start with Rabbi Hertzberg. Um, Rabbi Hertzberg, it is no, uh, it, it is well known uh, that uh, uh, the the Yom Hazikaron commemorations and educational opportunities in the diaspora are unfortunately few and far between. Uh, you at the Yeshiva of Flatbush are making sure that today is a meaningful day for students, for teachers, for members of the administration, and those who are part of the Yeshiva of Flatbush experience. Uh, could you tell us what is going to be happening specifically today before we get to tonight's event? So today, we're obviously, we're having a Yom HaZikaron program. We're working with an organization of Chayalim in, in Israel, part of a, a letter-writing campaign. We're also actually in the middle of, the, of a uh, color war this week, which... Uh, which is, has a major educational and serious component as well about educating the children about the meaningfulness of Yom HaZikaron, our commitment to the soldiers, understanding their commitment to us, and really trying to educate the students of that interplay and interaction of Yom HaZikaron and Yom HaZikaron, that they really go together. It isn't that it's two opposite extremes, uh, which on an emotional level it might, see, it, it might be, but that they actually complement one another, that the properly understanding Yom HaZikaron helps us fully appreciate the Nisim and the Nislaot that happened on Yom HaAtzmaot. Not, uh, not that your educational institution needs an infomercial or my uh, endorsement in terms of how you handle 
these two days, but it's no secret, and, and there are many, and I'm sure both of you agree with me, there are many wonderful schools and educational institutions and synagogues and organizations that are certainly making sure to commemorate both Yom HaZikaron and Yom HaTzmut in their own way. But Yeshiva Flatbush seems to be unique in that they've been doing this for quite a while, and in many ways I would say they've been a trailblazer over these decades uh, when it comes to these two days. Why, Rabbi Hertzberg, has it been so important uh, that these two days have a tremendous focus when it comes to the education of our children at the Yeshiva of Flatbush? I think, uh, you know, going back to Rabbi Eliyah Zatzal, really Shiva Flap, which has, as you said, has been in the forefront of educating the students about the importance of Eretz Israel, our commitment to Eretz Israel, that Israel is not just a place to visit, but it's, but it's part of who we are. Rabbi Eliyah was, was very much in the forefront of getting kids to study a year in Eretz Israel. And it's really about who we are, that connection to Tzionut, that connection to Medinat Yisrael, and our attempt to infuse into our students the understanding of the theological and religious importance of the uh, modern state of Israel and the gift that HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave us. Well said. And Rabbi Hertzberg, because you've been at Yeshiva Flappos for how many years now at this point? I think this is my 30th year here. So three decades. Because of your tenure at an institution that cares so much to make sure to highlight these two days, I'm going to volunteer you. I'm actually going to draft you uh, and uh, allow um, anybody out there in the world of Jewish education, anywhere around the world, who wants tips, who wants guidelines of how to incorporate these two very important days into the curriculum and into the uh, activities of their school children, I'm going to volunteer you, Rabbi Hertzberg, that they can be in touch with you directly once they contact me to get the information. They can be in touch with you directly and find out how people, how they can incorporate these types of programs uh, in your, um, in their institutions. I'm deputizing you, Rabbi Hertzberg. Do you accept the role? Absolutely. It would be the chavod. It would be my honor and pleasure. Today we are memorializing those who have fallen in the founding and defense of the state of Israel and, of course, those victims of terror in the last 75-plus years. The head of the elementary schools we mentioned is Rabbi Yahel Saidi, and Rabbi Saidi is going to describe to us what uh, is going on in a much larger forum than the one Rabbi Hertzberg just described. Uh, he and Rabbi Hertzberg and thousands of others, and I'm not kidding when I say thousands, Rabbi Hertzberg told me the number earlier, thousands of others are going to be gathering tonight for a program that's going to include a Yom HaZikaron commemoration and then a Yom HaAtzma'ut celebration. Rabbi Tzaidi, tell us how the annual Yeshiva Flatbush commemoration has all of a sudden become a major event attracting thousands of people. Yeah, so so really, um, I would say this is something that, uh, as you mentioned earlier, has been happening here for quite some time. Um, I'd say over the last four or five years, we really tried to, as we say, to really, uh, you know, recenter, refocus ourselves as this being uh, at the heart of the educational experience uh, for our students in our community. Um, and then tonight, as you said, really it's about the transition. Uh, tonight is about making a moment for our community, uh, for our students, for our families, to really see Yom HaZikaron and the Ma'avar, the transition to Yom HaZikaron, uh, 
um, as a central experience for them during this very unique time period. So we're going to be beginning the evening at the Ford Amphitheater uh, on the Coney Island Boardwalk. Um, as you mentioned, we have Brian Ra, over 4,000 already uh, signed up to be joining us tonight. Wow. Um, and we're very, very excited. Part of, part of our educational message, uh, both throughout the days in school, but really tonight, is that to properly appreciate, to properly understand, uh, to properly connect to Yom HaTzma'ud, we have to understand the foundations of the Mesiru Nefesh of Yom HaZikron. And without understanding Yom HaZikron, without really internalizing the messages and the sacrifice that Yom HaZikron represents, you can't really fully comprehend, you can't really fully appreciate and celebrate Yom HaTzma'ud. Um, and then we transition. We transition um, into an incredible Tfilah HaGigit uh, all together. Um, at the amphitheater, we turn the amphitheater into a Beit Knesset, a Makom Dash, and we celebrate and we sing. Um, and after the Tefillah Chagigi, we're uh, transitioning to a very, very special concert, uh, opening up with Joey Newcomb and then highlighting uh, with Morty Shapiro and our, our boys' choir and our lower school and our high school choirs and really, really a special uh, commemoration with all kinds of surprises and wonderful elements to it. Uh, over the course of the evening, but uh, we've now been doing this for four straight years, um, and every year it seems to grow larger and larger, and it's really become not just a celebration for the Yeshiva Flappish community, but the community at large. I'd say most of the, the people even attending tonight um, aren't even necessarily part of the current Yeshiva Flappish community, but many that just feel that this is uh, the proper way to celebrate and I would assume that it's not even possible at this point for someone to join in if they wanted to, or should I not jump to that conclusion? Uh, I wouldn't jump to the conclusion. It might be standing room only, but you know it's the boardwalk, so there's a lot of room <laughs> uh, for people point. to stand if they want to. It is a first come, first serve, but I would say it really is just a beautiful celebration. We chose that venue on purpose because we, we didn't want to turn people away. Um, it was important to us that this event is not for charge, um, it was important to us that this is really a place where anybody who feels inside that tonight is a night I really want to dedicate to connecting, uh, to recognizing that maybe we're a few thousand miles away, uh, but I feel much closer than that tonight, and I want to feel much closer than that tonight, so we really wanted it to be open uh, to the uh, to the broader community. And I think there are two other very important messages being communicated. Uh, the first is that the future of the Jewish people is in the state of Israel, and I don't think there's a more important message to convey uh, to the younger generations that will be there tonight uh, than that message. I think it's really important to uh, continue to emphasize that, especially during these trying times in certain ways. Uh, and secondly, you know, when this event and the tefillah happened uh, at Yeshiva Flapush. Uh, and, you know, many of our listeners were there, and it was certainly the hallmark event, uh, I believe, uh, for anything in the New York area having to do with Yom HaZikaron and Yom HaTzmud. Obviously, there was limited capacity. I, I think the impression that our children will be getting when they are surrounded by thousands of people tonight, when they see the support that the state of Israel has, when they see how much people care to commemorate today and to celebrate tomorrow, I think that's a really important message. Rabbi Tsaidi, do you, do you feel that sometimes numbers can send an important message to our students? Without a doubt, without a doubt. We know the concept of Darov Amajat Melech when it comes to our tefillah and tefillah in general. But I would say that over the last four years, we've really risen in numbers, and I think the numbers are part of the reason that we've risen. Um, you know, we started off four years ago um, really just wanting to 
uh, reestablished this, as I said, as a center of the, of the experience for our community. We had 800 people. Uh, the following year, we doubled it at 1,500. And last year, it really jumped up to 3,500. And as I said, already today, we have over 4,000 um, attending. So we feel that when people go and they look at each other and they see their friends and their family members and the broader community, I think it's powerful to see people you've never seen before. Um, and that's part of the Ktushav Am Yisrael, to see all the different people and all the different Nigvanim and how they come together tonight for one unified purpose. Uh, it's certainly elevating. It's certainly uplifting. It's certainly inspiring. And I think it encourages us to keep growing um, and continuing. Oh, I hope it encourages people around the world to to found their own events and to uh, go ahead and establish uh, some incredible annual commemorations, both for Yom HaZikaron and for Yom HaTzmaut, uh, for sure. Uh, J.M. and the A.M. on this Yom HaZikaron, speaking to the head of the elementary school, Yeshiva Flatbush, Rabbi Yehel Saidi, and Rabbi David Hertzberg, who, of course, you could hear every Tuesday at 9 a.m. here on the Nachum Siegel Network, principal of the middle school at Yeshiva Flatbush. And everybody is encouraged, of course, uh, to be there um, to be there tonight, I'm saying it that way, even though it's quote-unquote sold out because of what Rabbi Saidi just said. It is the boardwalk, and I've been there at the Ford Amphitheater. I've seen plenty of people uh, be at the boardwalk, standing room only, but enjoy the festivities. And you certainly can participate in the tefillah and in the concert in that way. Rabbi Hertzberg, uh, it's been 75 you know, challenging years in a lot of ways. And uh, Israel, of course, is often, including today, the target of criticism, and it's one of the things we always need to fight in terms of Hasbara, uh, etc. Um, I would think that tonight's event is, frankly, uh, and it, it, with all the things we've discussed and all the benefits of tonight's massive event, it's an important statement when people in the Brooklyn and New York area see thousands coming together in support of Israel. Is there that angle to consider tonight as well? I Absolutely. I, I think at, there are going to be certain moments of achtot, of that unity, of singing together when all that's going to be on people's minds is davening, praying to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, thanking HaKadosh Baruch Hu, all political differences, all other types of distinctions and differences are going to go by the wayside at that moment. And there's going to be that moment tonight of pure achdut, of this is what we're, all, we're, we're, we're celebrating together. And as we all read the news and, every, and, and current events, that feeling of togetherness is, 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 is more important than ever, I think. Yeah, because uh, we've, been, uh, we've been reading about uh, different attitudes towards Israel in our community. Forget about the, the example that's being shown tonight outside of our community when, when other people from other backgrounds and observances see us come together in these numbers. But we ourselves, as you just pointed out, really need this to make sure we demonstrate to ourselves and to those in our community that we have plenty to unite us and we're trying to minimize whatever it is that divides us. Um, so, so tomorrow we're going to have an opportunity to actually speak to students uh, from the Yeshiva Flatbush High School who are going to review with us what tonight was all about and what it was like from their perspective to be part of the Yom HaZikaron commemoration, the Tefillah for Yom HaTzmod, and then, of course, the major concert. So we'll have an opportunity on Yom HaTzmod itself to discuss some of the, um, uh, some of the things that happened uh, that will have happened last night, that will have happened tonight. <laughs> we'll do that tomorrow. Tomorrow here at JM the Amber Bite Saidi, uh, we asked Rabbi Hertzberg earlier about uh, the uh, the uh, the middle school. What could you tell us in general about today's programming and tomorrow's programming uh, at the Yeshiva of Lapush Elementary School? 
So, so really there's uh, two very big educational themes that we try to convey uh, over these two days. Today is really um, a message of, I'd say, a balance between two concepts. Uh, one is the concept of what it means to say Kedoshim Tihiu. What is Mesirut Nefesh? Uh, what does it mean to give of yourself to something that is larger than yourself? Um, you know, I'd say that when people ask me, what's really the difference between a child today in your elementary school and a child that's being raised in Eretz Yisrael? Mm-hmm. And I'd say one of the biggest philosophical differences that you see when you observe children in both countries is that a child in Eretz Yisrael from the time they're five years old begins to understand and to internalize that very soon after their school experience, they're going to be entering the army. They're going to be entering Tzahal, whether through a Hezder program, through a Mechina, through whatever program they go to, they're going to be entering a world where they're giving of themselves to something that is larger than themselves. Just that concept, that idea that they're raised with, um, is a qualitatively different experience for a child growing up. Um, and for our students to be able to really take a moment and internalize that idea, there's something larger than ourselves. That's not a very popular concept or notion in the civilization and the community and the cultures that we're, we're surrounded by. And then for them to hear the messages of Mesirut Nefesh, what it means to dedicate your life to Klal Yisrael, to Am Yisrael, to Eretz Yisrael, to hear those ideas over the course of the day are essential. They're a part of every assembly that we have. They're part of the activities they're going to be taking a part in today connecting to real real people. We're actually working right now with an organization called Todal Sahal and El Ami, one organization really just thanking the members of Tzahal who've really given their lives uh, and their families' lives to to, uh, to the Chayalim, to the Ami Israel, to Kali Israel. And El Ami is an organization that actually works with soldiers um, that have been injured in battle um, and really helps them in the recovery process, whether it be in physical or emotional distress. Um, and so that's really the focus of today. Um, and then, of course, the more meaningful we make today, uh, the more meaningful in turn tomorrow becomes really understanding the Atzma'ut and what's come through it, uh, what it means to actually comprehend probably the greatest miracle that we've seen over the last 1,500, 2,000 years uh, for Am Yisrael, understanding what it means to be able to get on a flight and land in Eretz Yisrael and experience uh, what's existing there, understanding the impact that we're having on our nation and not the world at large, um, understanding what the Torah growth that we've seen uh, over these years uh, that's happened in Eretz Yisrael, the things that really you can't put your, your hand on, you can't fully comprehend. So we really take the time uh, to celebrate that together, to understand the Yad Hashem um, that has really guided us in, in a unique way um, in the context of the broader history of our people. Um, and Bezrat Hashem, we hope that these two days, we hear often from our students when they leave Yeshiva, and we ask them, what, what's been the most memorable experience you've had in Yeshiva? They say, without a doubt, without a doubt, um, Yom HaZikron, Yom HaSmut stands out for us. Oh, here. I bet. Um, we are so deeply connected. Um, and we see that. We see that in the numbers of how they go to Israel, how often they go to visit, visit Israel, how many of them make Aliyah. Um, all those messages are, are deeply important to us and at the core of our mission. Oh, I bet. Um, all right, folks, over the years... I'm at this microphone almost 40 years. Over the years, I've encouraged people to visit Israel, to keep visits to Israel on your calendar, plan those trips, obviously consider moving there. We are now going to officially put another very important initiative on the agenda. Uh, there are a lot of great schools. It's not just the Yeshiva Flatbush or by Hertzberg and by Tzaidi know that. There are a lot of great schools that spend quality time 
today and tomorrow on Yom HaZikaron and Yom Hatzmoed programming. But, but, as you've been hearing, the Yeshiva Flatbush is the backbone of a massive community-wide celebration that takes place tonight, commemoration and then celebration that takes place tonight. And that is an example that would be incredible if it's duplicated in all five boroughs and all throughout New York, all throughout the East Coast, all throughout the country, all throughout the world. That is an example uh, that is worth following. And anybody out there, I said earlier that you can t- contact Rabbi Hertzberg. He'll be more than happy to tell you how to incorporate great educational programming into these two days. I will tell you that if you want to con- contact uh, anybody at Yeshiva Flatbush and find out their system of how they grew this to be a backbone of a community-wide celebration, go ahead, make inquiry, and uh, find out how it's done because this is the type of thing we need all over the place, literally everywhere in the diaspora, and it's a fantastic Example to follow. Uh, Rabbi David Hertzberg is principal of the middle school Yeshiva Flatbush. Rabbi Hertzberg can be heard at 9 o'clock this morning, right after our Yom Hazikaron commemoration with Israel at 75. Uh, today, he will be concentrating specifically on the declaration of the state of Israel by the first prime minister, David Ben Gurion. That's happening at 9 a.m. Eastern time. And uh, Rabbi Yahel Saidi is the head of the elementary school at Yeshiva Flatbush. They will both be part of tonight's massive, and I say it that way because of the numbers, massive commemoration for Yom HaZikaron and then celebration of Yom HaTzmud happening at the Ford Amphitheater on the boardwalk, Coney Island, Brooklyn, New York, uh, all happening tonight. A great example for communities around the world. Uh, Rabbi Hertzberg, I thank you, and, uh, and thank you for arranging for tomorrow because we'll have an opportunity to speak to students about what happened tonight. My pleasure. Thank you so much, Nathan. Have a wonderful day. And Rabbi Saidi, kolakavot to you as well. Enjoy tonight because it will end with a tremendous high with the incredible celebration for Yom Ha'atzmut and the kolakavot for everything you're doing at Yeshiva Flapush. Thank you, Nathan. Kolak to you as well. More coming up. It is a Yom Hazikaron. Today is Israel Memorial Day. Those who have fallen... From the founding of the state of Israel until today, those who have been victims of terror over the last 75 plus years, they are remembered today throughout Israel and now hopefully throughout the world on this Yom HaZikaron. Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. We read the Pasuk the one who will avenge the blood, has remembered them. He has not forgotten the cry of the humble. On this Yom HaZikaron, we know that Hashem Yisbarach remembers all the tzaddikim, all the noshim tzidkonios, the men, the women, the young people that gave up their life. Al Kiddush Hashem. And in fact, it says at the end of days, Hashem will wear a special garment in order to be noikem the dam of all of the martyrs. A short while ago, there was an amazing incident that happened. A young couple, who I did not previously know, asked to come in for an appointment. They told me this is the first time that either of them had the golden opportunity to go to Eretz Yisrael. They asked me, could I suggest to them 
a few of the Mekomos HaKadoshim, some of the holy places that they may visit. And they gave me a list of the other sites that they already had on their itinerary to visit. So I suggested to go to the kever of the Noshim Tzidkanios and the Tzadikim and to be Mispalel, to pray there because they had a pressing issue in their family. They thanked me very much and they went to Eretz Yisrael. Shortly after they arrived, I got a call on the telephone. They explained that they were in a Besachaim, a cemetery, and they came upon a grave, a kever, of an Israeli soldier that was Nareg, Al-Kiddush Hashem. They asked me, in addition to saying the proper Tfilos and Tehillim, should they also make their personal request to Hashem, standing by that kever. I told them, there is no greater place to daven than to daven by the kever of someone that was Moser Nefesh, Al-Kiddush Hashem. And they began to daven. A couple of moments later, there was a man who came to visit one of the kvarim nearby. And he walked over to them, he waited for them to finish their tefillos, their prayers, and said, excuse me, are you a relative of this soldier? Are you a friend of this soldier? And the couple says, no, we don't know him at all. We were just coming to pray in the Beis HaChaim and we came upon this kever. He says, I want you to know, in the years that I've been coming here, no one has ever been standing at that kever. When they looked closer at the Matseva, they saw that the day that they were there was the yard site of this particular chayal. Hashem says, I will never forget. I will never forget the cry of the humble. Is there anyone more humble than all of the Kedoshim that were Naragal Kiddush Hashem throughout all the generations? We will never forget. May their memory be a blessing for all of Klal Yisroel. A big thank you to Rabbi Goldwasser for those poignant words on this Yom HaZikaron. Rabbi. Thank you so much for that. JM in the AM, good morning. It's the Israel Memorial Day special, if you will, as we commemorate uh, the memory of those who have given their lives in defense of the state of Israel and, of course, victims of terror. Today is day number 19 in the counting of the Omer. Today is day number 19 in the counting of the Omer. If you forgot to count last night, Make sure to do so sometime today. A couple of programs going on we want to make you aware of. First of all, right here on the Nahum Siegel Network at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Avrami has prepared an a cappella-style live lunch for Yom HaZikaron. A cappella, live lunch, Yom HaZikaron. Avrami has prepared it. It'll air from 11 until 1 today uh, from Israel, uh, 11 a.m. Eastern Time. So make sure to be tuned in. For those of you in Israel, it's really the perfect way to wrap up a Yom HaZikaron and then go into Yom Ha'atzma'ut. Our friends at Lamdenu have a Yom Ha'atzma'ut celebration tomorrow for women. Tfilat Chagigit with Dr. Ann Shinar at 9 a.m. Shirei Eretz Yisrael with Dr. Marsha Edelman at 10.30. And then Israeli movies and discussion. Uh, this is happening uh, with our friends at Lamdenu. Information, you can uh, contact uh, the following um, email address, lamdenu613 at gmail.com. 
Lamdenu613 at gmail.com. Also, the Young Israel of Kew Gardens Hills invites the community to a Shabbos in celebration of Yom Ha'atzmaut, this coming Shabbos. Uh, it's going to be uh, with guest scholar by Dr. Ari Lam. Uh, Shabbos morning drusha after Torah reading on Israel and the nations of the world. Uh, Shear prior to Mincha from Hebron to Rhode Island, Israel and the American Revolution. And um, Dvar Torah et on how to live in the diaspora. All this through by Dr. Ari Lam at the uh, Young Israel of Kew Gardens Hills this coming this coming Shabbos. Information, 718-261-9723. 718-261-9723. Want to wish a mazel tov to Pam and Robert Lunzer on the birth of a grandson born to Yosefa and Ellie Lunzer. Mazal tov. Um, I just saw Ellie recently when I spent Shabbat on the Upper East Side. Yosefa and Ellie, mazal tov to you. And, of course, Pam and Robert, mazal tov to you and the entire Lunzer family from all of us here at JM in the AM. Also, a day or two ago, I noticed that listener Sina had a, uh, a message. Um, Happy birthday, number 10, to my grandson, Tzvi Elimelech Fryer of Muncie. Tzvi Elimelech, how can you already be 10 years old? I'm so proud of the special bacher you're becoming. I know you'll continue on this path and continue to give us all much nachas. And a special teisham l'shalom to grandson Yisrael Yosef Avigdor Altman of Muncie on his departure for Eretz Yisrael yesterday for the Newsman. Yossi, we all know how happy you are and that this time has finally arrived. You will be so missed, but just keep steiging. Wishing you much hatzlacha with much love from Bubs. We, of course, know her as listener Sina, who I assume, I assume, is down in the sunshine state, although with her, you never know. Today is Yom HaZikaron. Today is uh, Memorial Day in the state of Israel. I got to thank Avrami. He has been busy, very busy, for both Yom HaZikaron and Yom HaTzmoh to find some of the segments that our dear Mayor Weingarten of blessed memory uh, produced for both and and presented for both Yom Hazikaron and Yom Ha'atzmaut, and um, this is a very, very special segment on remembering uh, and on the connection between Yom Hazikaron remembering and Yom Ha'atzmaut celebrating independence. The late great Mayor Weingarten who we miss every single day. Here he is on the subject of remembrance to independence at JM in the AM. And people ask, is this smart or is this a little crazy? This juxtaposition of Yom HaZikaron and Yom HaAtzma'ut, you go from Literally, in, in a matter of, uh, of a few minutes, from utter despair, if you will, avelut, mourning, which rips your heart out when you hear the stories of so many young men and young women who gave their lives for the state of Israel, the land of Israel, al-kidush Hashem nehergu. And then, just a few minutes later, we're dancing and singing and fireworks. We spoke in the past how, how this came about. It actually o- o- almost came about by default. 
And most people do find it amazing in a positive way. We have to go through this first to acknowledge the sacrifices of those who were willing to give their lives and gave their lives for the land of Israel. We need to go there first in order to then celebrate what we have. Harav Hanan Poraz Zechot Tzadik I found a sicha of his on this subject, and he quotes a medrash. It's a medrash Tehillim on Perak Chaf. Mashal, la'avuven The medrash is telling us a, um, a mashal, a, a metaphor, if you will, of father and a son who are traveling together to reach state, the city, it's called, the, the Midrash calls it the Medina. The son gets tired after a while, you know, it's like anyone with kids knows that, right? When are we going to be there? Where is the Medina? Let's say in historic context, that would mean like a city or a city-state. But let's understand it for our purposes in Midrashic form of Medina. Where is the Medina? Where is the state? Amarlo, the father said, Bni, my son, Simanze Yehebiatcha, I'll teach you a, a way to know, an indicator that you'll know that the Medina is almost here, or we are almost there, I should say. If you see a cemetery in front of you, then you understand that the Medina is nearby. If you see all those calamities that have come upon you, that is when your redemption begins. I think that explains this connection between Yom HaZikaron and Yom Ha'atzma'ut. The road to the state passes through the cemetery. The words of Chaim Nachman Bialik, which were put to music by Aharon Razel. Umiyodea, who knows? Imlo dim otehem. The streams of their tears, and let's also say their blood, have brought us to this place. And they besieged Hashem. In their death, they bequeath to us life. We are sharing with you thoughts uh, for Yom Hazikaron, the Chalalei Marachot Yisrael, soldiers who died in battle, and those who were killed by terrorist attacks throughout the years. 
we were talking about this this juxtaposition, this rather unusual combination of Yom Hazikaron coming immediately before Yom Ha'atzma'ut. Harav Shagar passed away not that long ago, somewhat of a contemporary. This is the way he uh, phrased it. Yom HaZikaron is the soul, is the neshama of Yom Ha'atzma'ut. That's a very beautiful, uh, I found that to be very moving. In 1948, as the um, battle for Kfar Etzion was uh, taking place, and ultimately Kfar Etzion fell on the night that the state was declared, Shalom Karniel, one of the fighters for Gush Etzion who fell, Before his death, he said, of those who were killed, that their blood was not spilt in vain. And he likened it to the dam of the circumcision. Dam brit is, is an integral part of giving birth. And in this case, Dam Brit is an integral part of the Chavlei Leida of Shichur HaMuledet, of liberating our homeland. It is somewhat similar to what we read in Yechezkel. In Perak Zion, there's a very famous pasuk that I'd like to go Fibsukim before that, just to give it some context. God talks about how, when the Jewish people were born, so to speak, we were we were left out out and like on the doorstep. Nobody took care of us. We were filthy and dirty, and not no one cared about us. No one had any empathy and compassion for us. We we're just thrown out. Umola. Umol, <laughs> it's going to be good. Umol dotayich, biyom huledatotach. Those who gave birth to you on that day, lo charat shareich, uvamayim lo ruchatst. You weren't washed. The umbilical cord wasn't cut. Vihumlach lo humlacht. You weren't um, um, rubbed with salt, which I guess was a way that they would make the uh, baby feel better. And you weren't swaddled. No one pitied you enough to do any one of these things for you. Out of compassion for you. Talking about the Jewish people, Yechezkel is is um, giving us the words of God about the Jewish people, how no one cared about them. 
and, and we can think about where we came from after 2,000 years of Galut. On the day you were born, you were left lying, rejected in the open field. And now the famous Pasuk that we say in the Haggadah, and God, God passes by and sees this child. And he sees the child surrounded by blood. When I passed by you, and I saw you wallowing in your blood, I said to you, in spite of your blood, live. If we are to live as a free nation, at least for now, it is bidamaich. The late great Mayor Weingarten on remembrance and celebration. Uh, we have more coming up, by the way. Uh, I got to thank Avrami. He found some some gold, some incredible pieces that Mayor did for us, Sri Karon, which we will get to in the next few minutes. So keep it here for that and much, much more. Today is Yomazi Karon. Today is Memorial Day in the state of Israel, Memorial Day around the world. As my niece Tikva pointed out, they are not memorializing those who fell since 1947-1948. They memorialize those who fell since 1860 in Israel. Records since 1860, and all those names are mentioned, and all those memories, or I should say all those people, are remembered on this Yom HaZikaron, in addition to those who are victims of terror over the last 75-plus years. Uh, tomorrow is Yom HaTzmod. Tonight, the Mizrahi here on the Lower East Side of Manhattan has a 75th anniversary celebration of the State of Israel. Tonight, the Mizrahi has a 75th anniversary celebration for the State of Israel. And it's going to be Soul Farms Noah Solomon in a musical and storied tribute to the Jewish state, starting with Tfilat Arvit, Beruach Chagigit, at 8 o'clock tonight at the Mizrahi, 249 East Broadway on the Lower East Side of Manhattan. So those of you in the area, and even if you're not in the area, you are invited to join us, and I certainly hope that you will. Um... Today is day number 19 in the counting of the Omer. Forgot to count last night. Make sure to do so sometime today. At 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Avrami is going to host a live lunch a cappella style in commemoration of Yom HaZikaron. That'll be coming up at 11 a.m. Eastern Time right here on the Nahum Siegel Network. So keep that in mind for later today. Many of you are aware of the fact that um, one of the people who is symbolic, viewed as a spokesperson when it comes to Yom HaZikaron, Israel Memorial Day, is Miriam Peretz. And there is a... um, there is a speech that Rabbi Eli Michel translated 
that Miriam Peretz delivered five years ago on Yom Ha'atzma'ud as Israel celebrated its 70th year. She was awarded Pras Yisrael. That's something that happens tomorrow in Israel. Uh, the Israel Prize for Lifetime Achievement and Special Contribution to Society for her work with Israeli youth. Her story of faith, resilience, and hope in the face of losing two sons in the IDF, as well as her husband, has captured the hearts of Israelis of all backgrounds. At the award ceremony, she delivered a speech broadcast through Israel on national television. Within a few weeks, it was announced that her speech would be incorporated into the educational curriculum of Israeli schools. This is the full speech translated into English with credit to Rabbi Eli Michel and with a big thank you to our friends at Mizrahi and Hamizrahi because this translation of her speech appears in the North American edition for Yom Atzmud and Yom Yushalayim 5783 of Hamizrahi magazine. She says, I feel both unworthy and deeply moved to stand here today and speak on behalf of of the award recipients. I pray that I will not stumble in my words and that my simple language can properly express our deep gratitude to the state of Israel who found us worthy of receiving this award and to our families and close friends who have supported us and encouraged us all along the way. Much of the audience sitting here today are missing loved ones who did not have the opportunity to see us reach this moment. Two of them are my parents, Yaakov and Ito Ohayan, who were born at the foot of the Atlas Mountains in Morocco. They could not read or write and did not speak Hebrew. If they were sitting here today, they would understand only a few of my words, words which for them were a code. Jerusalem, Shalom, Torah, and Todah. Every night, my father told me about a city he didn't know, that he never saw in pictures, and whose description was passed from father to son. Jerusalem where there are trees dripping with milk and honey, and at their feet lie lions and lambs. Every time my father spoke the word Jerusalem, he put his two fingers to his lips and solemnly mumbled her name in holiness as he kissed each one of its letters. One night in the summer of 1963, my father announced that the Mashiach would come tonight. When I asked him how I would recognize him, he answered, he will wear an open shirt, shorts, and sandals. I met the Mashiach, the Shaliach of the Jewish Agency, who took us out of the Jewish quarter of Casablanca, where I lived as a girl until I was 10, and brought us to Jerusalem, to an apartment complex in Beersheba, where I lived until 1969. We lived without gas, without a refrigerator, with beds made of iron, and the struggle of klita, absorption, and a new language. But there was also great joy that we had merited to come to Eretz Yisrael. I learned to love the country through its songs, thanks to a radio that my father received from his job as a road sweeper. Every Wednesday, I waited with intense anticipation at the door of our shack, notebook and pencil in hand, ready to write the lyrics of the songs taught by Effie Netzer on his program. That's how I came to know the land, the Hermon, through Malchut HaChermon, Beit Lechem, Vaya Re'i Rachel Re'i, and Emek Yisrael, through Shir HaEmek. But one song is burned into my memory, Shir Haboker by Natan Alterman, which opens with the words, In the mountains, the sun is already hot. One line from the song's chorus echoed in my head and wouldn't leave me. What else have we not given? And we will give it. Even then as a child, I felt that I had done nothing for my country. I came to a land that was already prepared and complete. I didn't know that a day would come 
and I would give what was most precious to me for my land, my sons, Uriel and Eliraz. But a homeland is not built with only pain and tears, but also with labor and continuous giving over the course of years. I am proud to belong to a group that chose to engage in education, believing that this is the way to break through the walls of ignorance and poverty, understanding that education opens opportunities for self-realization and for personal development, as it opened for me. To my work in education, I brought the values I absorbed in my parents' house. These are the foundations on which I raised my six children <coughs> with my beloved Eliezer, Uriel, Eliraz, Hadas, Avichai, Eliasaf, and Batel. Honored guests, I stand here today in front of you embarrassed. Next to my colleagues, extraordinary people who created, wrote, researched, and invented, people of vision and action, people of faith, I am small. I have not created anything. I cannot point to a discovery I made or a formula I solved. All I have is one heart that was broken three times by terrible news. The fall of my son Uriel in battle for Lebanon, the death of my husband Eliezer from heartbreak, and the death of my second son Eliraz in battle in Gaza. With this heart, I went out to my people and in simple words, in the language of a broken heart, I spoke about the land and its legacy about choosing good, about joy, about attaching oneself to life, about duty, and taking responsibility for our society. From this heart, which beats with faith in this country and in this people, and from the abyss of pain, flowed springs of love. When the heart is full of faith, it can withstand difficult challenges, and it can create great works. This is my creation. It is rooted in hearts. I turned my suffering into a new nigun, a new tune, and so too did every one of, the, of those sitting on this honorable stage, each one with their unique heartbeats, each one with their upbringing and training, each with their own Jerusalem, each one with the springs of their own creation. Among the recipients of the award are many who have experienced loss, and yet this, their spirits were not broken. They continue to make a difference in society, each according to their own way, to make it better, and the others... They do not act only for themselves, but for the sake of the state of Israel, to development and empower it in a wide variety of fields through all the diverse shades of human experience. I have had the privilege of meeting Israeli society in all its many colors, through face-to-face -face meetings and heart-expanding meetings that allowed me to experience new thoughts and achieve new understanding. If only all of us could go out to experience this, this diversity to get to know and feel the others to see the pained and happy eyes, to hear the different voices and sounds. And even if there are chasms between us, we can build bridges over them. If only we recognize that there is more that binds us than what separates us. We all want life. We all desire peace. This land is home for all of us. The love of our people and our homeland is not the exclusive possession of only one side. We all want to see our grandchildren build their homes here, travel the country safely, and enjoy its beauty. We all long for a model society in the spirit of the vision of the prophets of Israel. Because of this, we all bear responsibility for the character, values, and future of our home. We cannot ignore its challenges nor stand on the side. In this puzzle we have created in the state of Israel, there is room for all of us, for the entire rainbow of colors. And if even one piece of the puzzle is missing, the picture will not be complete. And so I am not ready to give up on any part of our people, even if the work of bringing all the pieces together takes time, I will not despair. 
To succeed in creating this mosaic, we must respect everyone in the way we speak. We must create a discourse that is restrained and patient, that allows for the expression of opinions without fear or threats and makes room for forgiveness. We need a discourse that strengthens our commitment to the love of humanity, for in the image of God he created man. A discourse that respects our heritage, that increases goodness, light, and hope, and does not focus only on darkness. In the words of the sweet singer of Israel, David HaMelech, who is the man who desires life? Guard your tongue from evil and your lips from speaking guile. Turn away from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. This is the Torah of life. Let us choose the path that increases light as I chose to carry on the values of my sons, Uriel and Eliraz and their friends. Their values of friendship and brotherhood are my guiding light, and their call of brother to all of their friends is my call. We are brothers for better and for worse. As my son Uriel wrote, with all the thorns and barbs that have scratched my body, you could put together a three-foot hedge. But these aren't just ordinary thorns. They're thorns from the land of Israel, and the thorns of my country are better to me than all the flowers of the world." Honored guests, we have been privileged to see the rise of the state and its prosperity. Now in its 70th year, our mission is to reveal the hidden lights and the vast togetherness of all the tribes of Israel. As Bialik wrote in his poem, to the volunteers of the nation, Lamit Nadvim Ba'am, unearth the light, reveal the light. Even if we've been buried under mountains of darkness, the sparks have not been extinguished. From mountains of darkness, we will carve out light revealing layers of illumination. O sons of the Maccabees, help your people stand upright, build up the generation, unearth the light, reveal the light. The speech five years ago by Miriam Peretz, who lost two sons who battled in the IDF. The speech translated by Ellie Michelle with a big thank you to our friends at Hamizrahi magazine. It is included in their uh, edition that celebrates Israel at 75. JM in the AM, hour number three of our Yom HaZikaron program. A, um, a day that we remember those who have given their lives in defense of the state of Israel, those who have given their lives as victims of terror over 75 plus years. I... Um, Got a communique on our app that RPRY, the Rabbi Pesach Raymond Yeshiva in Edison, has their annual Yom Atzmod parade tomorrow, Kolakavod. Um, mayor's Jewish name, people are asking for. Mayor Nahum Ben David. Mayor Nahum Ben David. Yeah, Mayor Nahum Ben David. Our dear friend, Mayor Nahum Ben David, Mayor Weingarten had some incredible insights on Yom HaZikaron that uh, our dear friend Avrami unearthed uh, over the last couple of days, and I can't thank him enough for doing that. This is um, Mayor commenting on Eretz Tzvi, the song that became synonymous with Mivtza Yonatan, with the rescue of hostages in Entebbe, Uganda in 1976 by the IDF and of course for the um, for the association with the victim one of the victims I should say 
of that episode, the brilliant Yoni Netanyahu, who um, who fell in that rescue mission. Here it is, Mayor Weingarten on Eretz Tzvi. You are listening to JM in the AM. Shekara, 
Yehoram Gaon, the remake of the classic Eretz Tzvi, was written originally as a song of heroism celebrating the raid and Antebi and remembering the life of Yoni Netanyahu. The version that we just heard now is a recording that was released last year. We've played it several times since. There was a part added at the end, two stanzas, to remember Roe Klein, Hashem Yikom Damo, who was killed on Rosh Chodesh Av during the Second Lebanon War, a high-ranking officer. He was leading his men. A grenade was thrown in to the group. He saw it and understood in a split second that either tens would be killed or only one, but that one would be him. And he threw himself on the grenade and shouted, Shema Yisrael, Hashem Elokeinu, Hashem Echad. And the screams of the Shema Yisrael echo forever in the memories of those who were there and hope <sighs> Mayor Weingarten on the song Eretz Tzvi and his description of um, heroism here at JM and the AM. Today is Israel Memorial Day. Today is Yom Hazikaron. Those of you who are in places around the world outside of Israel. It is so important that we keep this day and this commemoration every single year. For those in Israel, it's difficult not to be enveloped by the spirit and the atmosphere of the day. Thank God. Tonight, it all turns into Yom Today, it, or I should say tonight, it turns into a 75th anniversary celebration of the State of Israel. I mentioned that the Mizrahi here on the Lower East Side features Noah Solomon tonight, beginning at 8 p.m. with Tilat Arvit, 249 East Broadway. You're all invited. I mentioned the special Shabbos at the Young Israel of Kew Gardens Hills going on this Shabbos with the right Dr. Ari Lam. Contact the Young Israel of Kew Gardens Hills in Queens for information about that. Those who are um, spending time over these two days, remembering and then celebrating. It is such an important message for our communities, for the adults, for the children, for everybody. It is a very, very important and special message 
the future of the Jewish peoples in the state of Israel. The state of Israel has been built on the blood and souls of people who gave their lives. So we have a state. And uh, for those of us in the diaspora, so that we could live in peace, harmony, and very, very often in luxury anywhere around the world. More coming up. It is a um, Yoma Zikaron, Tuesday morning at JM in the AM.
JM in the AM. Yoma Zikaron morning here on this Tuesday. Day uh, 19 in the counting of the Omer. If you got to count last night, make sure to do so sometime today. This segment from the late great Mayor Weingarten uh, is about Natan Sharansky. And uh, it's a very interesting segment. I want to thank Avrami for finding it. Um, and uh, here we are. Still being able to present the brilliance of Mayor Weingarten of blessed memory here on the air at JM in the AM. It's a Yom Azikaron special. You are listening to JM in the AM. Continuing Yom Azikaron Memorial Day for Israel's fallen soldiers, I want to share with you a clip from Natan Sharansky, uh, uh, an amazing hero of the Jewish people. I, I must tell you that if you have not read his book, Fear No Evil, go out and get it right now. <laughs> Stop whatever you're doing. You, This is a must read if you want to be inspired by Jewish heroism in the face of the Soviet Union. This book will rivet you. It's a riveting, riveting story. It's all true. But I digress. Natan Sharansky today is the head of the Jewish Agency and recently spoke before Americans, and not only Americans, foreign students who were in Israel studying. And he told them how he behaved, how he conducted himself in Siberia, in his cell, in a work camp where he was imprisoned by the Soviet Union. And he, he tells that he and his cell, not his cellmate, but in the next cell over, Yosef Mendelevich, sort of figured out, they tried to keep time to figure out when all the holidays are and when all the special days are. And so they kept the time and figured out when they believed the siren is going off in Israel. They're in Siberia. And they, at that moment, they stood in their cells for a moment of silence. And if you listen to Sharansky, we're going to play the clip now. He says, we heard the siren from Yerushalayim. This awesome and amazing person. And we're going to follow his words with the song that was composed this summer by Ariel Horowitz and sung by him as Srimela Fish. It is a song that was dedicated to the memory of Sean Carmelli, a quote-unquote lone soldier. We spoke about him so much during the summer. He volunteered for combat duty in the Israeli army. He was an American citizen, did not need to or was not obligated to be in the army, but he came to Israel and volunteered, and he was, his family was back in the States, and he was a uh, fan of the Haifa basketball team, and he was killed early on in Operation Tsuk Eitan, and just as a goodwill gesture, some of the fans that remembered him because he would come to the game 
put out a Facebook post and a tweet saying Sean Carmelli has been killed. He's a lone soldier. He doesn't have family or acquaintances here in Israel. Please, as many as of you who could come, please come to his funeral that will take place later tonight. And that night, 20,000 people accompanied Sean Carmelli. And Ariel Horowitz wrote a beautiful song, Esrim Elef Ish, V'atah HaRishon, 20,000 people, and you are at the head of of the line. Esrim Elef Ish, Acharecha Sean. 20,000 people are marching behind you, Sean. One of the lines, I think, that was hit me specifically all these people came to say thank you and to say goodbye. There is no such a thing in Israel as a lone soldier, because no soldier is alone. Ariel Horowitz is the son of Naomi Shemer, that really explains a lot of the nefesh and the shama that he has and the music that he writes. So we're going now to um, Natan Sharansky, briefly explaining his Yom Hazikaron Memorial Day in the um, Siberian work camp, and then Ariel Horowitz with Esrimela Fish. My name is Mayor Weingarten. You're tuned to a special Memorial Day edition of the Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. My dear friends, many years ago, I stood for the moment of silence in the punishing cell of the prison, political prison in Siberia. In the cell next to me was another prisoner of Zion, Yosef Mendelevich, who also stood for the moment of silence. It was the day which we calculated has to be the Memorial Day in Israel. It was the time that we believed is the time of the siren in Israel. And we stood, each one in his own cell. We heard the siren from Jerusalem, and we felt that we stand together with all the people of Israel, thinking about those who fell, and believing that the day will come and will be there in Israel together with all our people. Three 
Yom Zikaron with uh, Oh my gosh No matter how many times we hear it It still tugs No doubt about that, Mayor The late great Mayor Weingarten With uh, another important segment Here at JM in the AM we have one more to go, which we will feature in just a couple of minutes here at JMAM on this Yom Zikaron. One more of Mayor's brilliant presentations that um, were so important for so many years when it came to special days, especially Yom Zikaron and Yom Atzmaut. Tomorrow we celebrate. Tomorrow between 6 and 9 a.m. it is the um, Yom Atzmaut 70th anniversary special celebrating 70 years of the state of Israel. I hope you'll be with us for our three hours tomorrow morning. Avrami is going to be hosting a Yom HaZikaron live lunch, a cappella style, today between 11 a.m. and 1 p.m. Join Avrami for that, again, starting at 11 a.m. until 1 o'clock. AJA Carpool number 204, including uh, listener Daniel's daughter, who participated in last night's annual consulate 
Yoma Zikaron commemoration is tuned in. Thank you. And I hope, as I said earlier, that uh, cities across the country and really around the world continue to adopt Yom HaZikaron commemorations and Yom HaTzmoet celebrations every single year. Um, yeah. So live lunch with Avrami at 11 a.m. Eastern Time. We will have... Um, our Yom Ha'atzmaut program tomorrow morning. I do remind you that there are Yom Ha'atzmaut celebrations tonight. The one that was described earlier by our friends from the Yeshiva of Flatbush is pretty amazing. 4,000 people will be gathered at the Ford Amphitheater on uh, Coney Island later tonight, which is just incredible. Um, tonight at the Mizrahi, just a couple of blocks from here, 249 East Broadway, Tonight at the Mizrahi, beginning at 8 p.m., Tefillah, and um, featured guest Noah Solomon with a musical and storied tribute to Israel at 75. That's happening tonight at the Mizrahi, 249 East Broadway, here on the Lower East Side of Manhattan. 249 East Broadway, Lower East Side of Manhattan, Mizrahi, Tefillah begins at 8 p.m., Noah Solomon, the special guest, should be something extra special. He's amazing, as many of you know. Just amazing. Should be something extra, extra special. And we're certainly looking forward to it. Call a to the uh, Nasi and the Rabbanit at the Mizrahi for the um, extra effort in securing a meaningful guest for the 75th anniversary. Much appreciated. Tomorrow, as we mentioned, Yom Ha'atzmaut and our Yom Ha'atzmaut celebration between 6 and 9 a.m. Make sure to join us. Mayor Weingarten, um, and I got to thank Avrami. He, he found these incredible gems, these wonderful pieces. Mayor Weingarten had um, some amazing segments when it came to Yom Ha'atzmaut. This is one of them, as we remember those who have fallen in defense of the state of Israel and victims of terror here at JM in the AM. So my name is Mayor Weingarten, and you're tuned to the Nachum Siegel Network. We are bringing you a Yom HaZikaron Memorial Day for the fallen soldiers and for those who were attacked by terrorists. And I want to specifically um, focus on a few people that were murdered this year by terrorists and Rabbi Dofendel was on Jamie the AM earlier today, <clears throat> and he said, we lose the best of the best. And the question is, do the terrorists take the best, or is it only after that they are taken that we realize how great they are? Shalom Yochai Shirki is from a very prominent family in Yerushalayim. His father, Ravori Shirki, is a Magichir and a great rabbinic leader in the Merkaz Harav world. He gives a lot of shiurim in Mahon Meir, and if you want to hear some of them, they're in Hebrew. If you want to hear some of them, they're just fantastic, and they're, uh, he's got tremendous knowledge, Nigla and Nistar. 
So um, you can hear them on the Mahon Meir website. And also Eitan, Eitam Hankin was taken from us this year with his wife. This was a young man who was destined to be an incredible halachic genius, a, a man who was able to command knowledge in every area of Jewish tradition. His parents, Yehuda Herzl Hemken, who um, is the author of the She'elot uh, V'chuvot B'nei Vanim, a leading rabbinic figure in the religious Zionist world. His great-grandfather was Yosef Eliyahu Henkin, the great posek here in New York, started Ezra's Torah. Eitan Henkin's mother was Chana Henkin, a rabbinit Chana Henkin, and she is um, the founder of Nishmat, an institution of higher Jewish studies for women. And she tonight will be lighting one of the 12 torches at the official ceremony. And we also lost Daphna Meir. When I was in Israel recently, I saw, <coughs> I saw a book. I had to pick it up. It is uh, a biography of Daphna Meir, of her short life. But she was an unbelievably outstanding, special, special, special person. The name of the book, I'm translated, I, I believe, it was written by um, Smadashir, I believe is the author. Um, and it's written in Hebrew. I have a feeling it'll be translated into English. I, I might be wrong, but the English translation of the name of the book is What Would Happen If I Die Tomorrow Morning? Meaning, live life as if you're going to die tomorrow morning. And the, comp- <laughs> the composer, Ovadia Hamama, heard the in- moving, heart-wrenching, hesped eulogy of her husband, Natan Meir. And Ovadia Hamama, the composer, writes, Kibalti alatzmi, I took upon myself laharim mashuhu mehaor shenishpach to pick up some of the light that has spilled and to compose the song the song of life that, that shone from the eulogy and the wailing of Natan Meir over the grave of his wife that lit up the world from one end to the other. So I'll just read to you uh, the first um, stanza and then we'll play the song. It's called Shirar Chaim and has a second name, subtitle Ten Lanu Koach, give us the energy, give us the strength. 
which was the plea, the cry that uh, Natan Meir yelled out, cried out to God at the grave of his wife. Right? We say, uh, we say that God is righteous. To thank God for every minute. Everything that's been given to us. On all the treasures that are without wavering, without questioning, even for a nanosecond. Even after what has been taken, may your great name, God, be blessed. Natata, you gave, Lakachta, you took, Abayakar, our dear father, Abayakar, Tenlanukoach, give us strength. Natata, Barata, Abayakar, Olam Nehedar, Rak, Tenlanukoach. Thank you. 
using the words of the eulogy of Natan Meir for his wife Daphna Meir. God gives strength unto your people. You know, friends, sometimes we don't know where our strength is coming from anymore. Anymore. Let me just tell you, maybe some of you know it. There's a Yidalel came to the Holy Land. And he fought in 1948. In 56 and he had two sons two holy holy sons 1967 one son left this world sanctify God's name the name of the Holy Land and now on Yom Kippur second son joined his father Abraham in heaven and I heard the story From the person who has to tell the parents when God forbid the children die. He said they just didn't have the strength anymore. They're driving around the block five times and how can you tell them? But regardless, finally they made themselves strong. They walked up. And they told him, you're so sorry to tell you. Your last son is also gone. 
to his wife, l'chaim, l'chaim. You were privileged to have two holy sons who gave their life for the holy land. Hashem, oz, le'amo Hashem, Chayna Yisrael and Achim our brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners, sponsored digital radio, around the world, the web, and AchimSegal.com, and the AchimSegal Network, and of course, on the beloved NSN app. Wraps up an amazing Yom Hazikaron, Israel Remembrance Day, Israel Memorial Day commemoration. Tomorrow we celebrate Israel at 75. Yom Ha'atzma'ud. Avrami has a Yom HaZikaron live lunch coming up a cappella style starting at 11 a.m. Eastern time right here on NSN. Someone asked where the theater is. The um, Ford Amphitheater is um, 
in Coney Island, literally next to the uh, next to the Brooklyn Cyclones ballpark. That's where you'll find the Ford Amphitheater on the boardwalk in southern Brooklyn. And listener Chaya says, thank you for playing Mayor's segments regarding Omazikaron. Yes, I'm glad we did. And Mayor, even after after leaving us the way he suddenly did, still has such an important role in our special programming. Let's remember those who have given their lives to the state of Israel. Till tomorrow when we celebrate together, it's Nachum Sigal reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.